0: Welcome back to another Oh The Insanity with Nick Gara. Sorry I haven't posted one in a bit. I've just been uh, busy dealing with a lot of uh, stuff, projects, things that I need to get done with just for my own career. If you're new to the podcast, uh, then you have to realize that this is a dissection of more of my my personal thoughts, theories that I throw out there uh, so that people can either take a little piece of it, maybe confirm something that they've thought, uh, or, you know, if they're just into hearing about someone talk about their own little theories, well, this is that podcast. It, it, it helps if you're a fan of me already, <laughs> which I think most people that listen to this are already a fan of me anyway. So that's why they listen. Um, so let's just get right to it. Fans, here we go. Today I want to talk about, uh, success and, uh, it's funny because I just Googled, the lyrics to When You Wish Upon A Star, kind of reading them over. And uh, God, man, reading it right now, I'm just like, wow, what a uh, what a lie, you know? It sounds so nice, this song and the ideas in it, but it's, it is such a lie, fate is kind, you know? Uh, when you wish upon a star, your dreams will come true. Well, we know that's not true. It's a nice painting of what success is. But that idea kind of like leaves it up to the sky. Oh, just wish and your dreams will come true. I mean, if your heart's in your wish, well, it's going to come true. Well, that's not true, you know. And, uh, and I'm going to tell you right now, there's the other side of that story of Pinocchio where, you know, they kind of went to the fair they indulged in, in all their, their own sins and they became monsters. But the truth is, to be successful in life, you are going to become a monster to somebody. You kind of have to if you want to be a true success. And that's exactly what uh, I'm going to talk about on this podcast. So wishing upon a star is what I like to call uh, an interview answer, you know, a heartfelt interview answer. And what I mean by that is if you've ever watched like interviews with with celebrities, CEOs, things like that, even the toughest talking ones, they have interview answers, you know, and they kind of know that they have to be the face of the company, so they're actually not giving you the hardcore truth. You know, I mean, it's like Steve Jobs, Walt Disney, Jay-Z, we've all heard rumors of how they are uh, at the actual workplace, right? Jay-Z, I think, actually probably has the the best reputation of those three. Um, but then when you see them in pictures, they give off a different image, right? And they have their interview answers, you know, and their interview answers are precise, they're careful, and they are just good enough to not make their fans look at them as monsters, you know, and and I see this a lot because people ask me, you know, what are the keys to success? How do you be successful? And I always kind of have that moment. If you watch interviews with celebrities, CEOs, people like that, uh, there will be that weird five-second delay before they truly answer. And that five-second delay is actually them debating, like, do I hit them with the hard truth? Or do I just go with what I know they want to hear, which is when you wish upon a star, right? But the hard truth is success is hard work and dumb luck. You know, it's not going to always land in your lap. But the more you work hard, the more you put out there, the more dumb luck you might have. You know, the more you might keep bumping into things where it's finally, okay, it landed in a lap. It's just like, you know, going out there and giving your mixtape to a thousand people, you know. Like, the hard work is the recording and and distributing a thousand mixtapes. The dumb luck is that it might land in, in one person's lap that sends it to Dre, right? Okay, so when you say that, people kind of, they don't want to hear that. People want to believe that, but I believe in myself. It's like, well, great, but believing in yourself just makes you uh, a real person. It doesn't make you a hard worker. It doesn't make you a success. It's like, yeah, I believe in myself too. I know I exist. Uh, But you kind of have to start creating habits that you will be judged for. If you truly want to be successful, you're going to create habits that will turn off the people around you. It'll be too much and they'll question you about it and they'll kind of make you feel bad about it. You know, and I've had a lot of people do that to me when they've questioned me about my career and made me feel bad about my choices. And it's mostly because they just couldn't see themselves fitting in this lifestyle and that hurt them, right? It hurt them that my job and my success was very important to me almost to where they thought I was heartless but it's like but this is my dream and this is how I make my dream come true and if you don't if you really don't believe in my dream then you're going to be hurt by my dream and my drive for it so you've got to understand to be successful you're going to have to bring on habits that other people are gonna say you're insane for. They're gonna call you a monster. You're gonna be thinking about your success all the time. You're gonna be going for it. You're gonna to try to hit it as much as possible. And to be honest, if you look at the top guys, a lot of them have now accepted that they're looked at as crazy and monsters and they kind of adapted that into their persona so that it's like, all right, it's, it's without question. I know I'm this insane and you're just gonna have to deal with it. You're gonna have to accept that I'm this insane or you're just gonna have to sit on the bleachers and be in awe of my success and why does it keep happening? Something that we're kind of seeing with Kanye and them, right? Um, But that is the truth. Success is a lot of hard work and dumb luck. And I did bring up uh, Jay-Z and and I will go into it. It, it, I saw this Jay-Z documentary that was done without Jay-Z there's was a bunch of interviews of people that knew him. And watching it, I was like, oh my God, these people uh, are really judging him based off what he had to do in order to become successful. And I just looked at him like, well, that's harsh. You guys are just being mean. You're, you're painting him as a devil and a monster when really, he just made some choices that you didn't approve of because he moved on. So this Jay-Z documentary, you know, they interviewed a lot of people that knew him from the beginning to the current time, and they interviewed about, they, they talked about where he changed and, and how he changed his persona around after the Hard Knock Life Tour, so that he kind of pushed out the thuggish Jay-Z and became more of a businessman. And it's funny because that documentary was filled with people that felt betrayed by him, as if he left them, but he just outgrew them Right or their interests weren't as strong as his, and he learned that and just moved on. The one that that stands out the most to me is, of course, the guy that basically mentored Jay-Z, Jazzo, right? And if you know anything about Jay-Z's story, you know that this guy was the originator. He was the guy that, that showed Jay-Z how to rap and kind of brought him into it. And at that time, when Jazzo was introducing him, Jay-Z was more of a hustler. He was more about trying to get, you know, drug money than actually rap money. It wasn't until he got more in trouble with the drug money and he saw that the rap money was a little bit more legit and easier to get that he started to take that seriously. See, Jay-Z is a businessman. And whatever makes the most money, he's gonna go after. You know, he, he, uh, he didn't rock gold chains, he, he rocked uh, white gold chains. He had to be better. And then when everyone rocked that, he rocked platinum chains before everybody did. So Jay-Z was always like, I need to present this image of a true hustler, somebody that is on success. And people just looked at it like, man, this guy, he was just all about it, about the image and made himself all about, you know, uh, his career. And, and, you know, some people looked at him as, as like, he, he left us. What a monster, right? Halfway through the documentary, they talk to Jazzo and Jazzo even says himself in a moment. He's like, you know, to be honest, Jay took it more more serious than I did. I really didn't think of it the the way he did. I just kind of wanted to do it for a little bit, enjoy it, whatever. He actually wanted to make it a business. And that's where the truth sits is that I don't think Jay-Z betrayed these guys or dropped them. He just went to a level of success, success that they couldn't match. He had a work, work ethic that they couldn't keep up to. You know, I mean, if, if you've heard about the different people in his camp, Rockefeller, you know, like Emil. You know, if you've heard Can I Get a Wawa, you know uh, the girl, the girl rapper, right? They asked Jay once. They were like, so why isn't she on any more songs? And he flat out said he's like, some people think they're too good to show up to the studio on time, you know? So all these people shot themselves in the foot for not being as driven as him. But that's the reason that he's a success, you know, and he would just drop them. He'd just be like, all right, you shot yourself in the foot, moving on. And of course, people are going to be like, wait a minute. That's, that, that's not how it's supposed to happen. You're supposed to to keep me. I'm a star. I wished upon a star. This is everything I wished. And you're just taking it from me, you know, and that's. That's the difference between a successful person and somebody that just falls into dumb luck, right? You can't live in that dumb luck. You have to push as hard as the person that is pushing for you. You know, and often these people just got left. And so what would they do? You betrayed me, you left me. You said you were down, but you weren't down. It's like, no, I just kept going. And you decided to take a pit stop. But of course they paint you as a monster because then those people go out there and they're just like, man, he doesn't even really, he's not there for his friends. He's not loyal. He left. And, and that's that weirdness of like loyalty, you know, people want loyalty, but they don't want to work alongside the loyalty. You know, people want you to carry them everywhere. They want you to bring them along for the ride, but they don't want to work alongside you. They want you to open the door fully walk them through and then continue to open the doors and then when you stop they're like why did you do this to me you're a monster which you know has happened to me just recently where you know somebody really turned on me just because i couldn't get them a a one-nighter right and instantly i was the worst in the world and i deserved all the badness that came to me just because i couldn't make one move for them but that's the reason why I'm still driving towards my own success and they're stuck where they're at you know you have to accept that you're going to be looked at as a monster in order to become successful you're going to have to fire people you're going to have to get them out of your life and they're going to hate you for it but they're not part of your dream anymore their wish wasn't your dream and fate wasn't kind to them you know they they made their own fate They didn't show the love and loyalty and that's what they don't understand and then you get to a place where you can't actually say anything to them because your image is too out there so it's like I got to play the bigger man because I literally am the bigger man you know and and that's what you have to take notice if you want to be successful is that you truly have to be about yourself So my comedy career has probably ruined a lot of potential relationships. Uh, And I'll tell you about one real quick. I'm not gonna say much because, you know, I don't want it to define who this person is, but let's just say I was dating this girl or talking to this girl for a little bit. And uh, what she would present was how she was just like, I'm open-minded, you know, let's do it, let's go with the flow. Uh, I love oldies, you know, um, and I'm all about passion, and drive, and family, and, and focus, and taking days off, and enjoying your life. And she would often tell me, she's like, you just need to get away. You just need to go to the woods with me. You just need to turn off all your phones and promise me that you'll do that, or we need to go to our beach, and you gotta promise me that, that we could spend a weekend uh, disconnected from the world. And I told her that that makes me antsy. I don't like that. I actually do not find comfort in disconnecting. And it, and it blew her mind. It's actually what led to, to some weird little arguments where she was just like, do you just ever take a day off? huh? Are, are you just about comedy? Is that all you're about? Do you ever just relax? Is, is that all you think of? And it's like, yeah, that's all I think of because it's what I love. I love my job and maybe that's why she didn't understand it. She hadn't worked a job that she loved. She worked jobs. She didn't pursue a career that was like, this is what I love. And when you love what you're doing, you don't feel comfortable away from it. You get, you get nervous, you get anxious. You're like, I need to do something. I, I, this is what I, you know, this relaxation. No, I, I'm away from what I love. You know, and my career is what I love, and I want to make this work, and I know what it takes to make it work. And what am I relaxing for? What am I celebrating? When really, my job is my celebration. I'm enjoying it. It is my star. I wished upon it, and it's coming true. You know, and this, this time off is, is driving me crazy. You know, my work was my serenity. I love being at comedy clubs. I love thinking about jokes. I love doing stuff that is related to my comedy. And it just blows people's minds. You know, they're like, but you just need to relax. You need to, and I'm like, I am relaxed. I'm relaxed when I'm doing something that I love. I'm not relaxed when I'm sitting there thinking about what I should be doing. You know, and maybe I'll get to a place where, where I feel like my career has hit a good enough stride to where I can take a moment off. But I won't stop thinking about it. I'll still continue to think about jokes. I'll still need a notebook to write it down. That's how I've processed myself my own stress my own creativity as I write it down I work on it you know and I guess maybe if I was a painter and it seemed like a more noble art where people are like oh he's a painter he's in there making masterpieces with color and you can interpret it maybe it would seem maybe it'd be a lot easier for these people to take you know uh, I don't know if they can take the reality of what my drive was especially since comedy isn't like the most noble art yeah i still don't think it's an art i call it science but you have to realize that your success is going to turn people off it just is it's not going to to make them feel good because inevitably they judge themselves against your success they start Just being like, well, am I doing something wrong? This person loves what they're doing and I don't. I I don't understand it. And they might judge their own pursuits a little bit more. Their own ambition against yours. And I've seen that. I've seen people that swear they're ambitious. And the minute that I open up like, well, you should do this, do that. This is what you need to do. and, And lay out a game plan. It turns them off. They're like, no, I wanted to live in the dream. I didn't actually want to do the work. It was more fun just dreaming about it but now you make it seem like I can do it and that scares me because now it seems like it's actually in my own hands and the reason that that I haven't succeeded is because I was just wishing upon stars you know and that's that's where you start looking like a monster to them when you make them judge themselves so you got to ask yourself one major question with success you have to ask yourself Is it worth it for me to put myself through this? Am I ready to be about myself? And that's a big question. So that's success. If you want to be a true success, you're going to be looked at as insane. You're going to be looked at as a monster at one point because people are truly perplexed by the drive of successful people. Successful people want to work on holidays, they don't want to take time off. They celebrate their wins and they have to schedule everything around celebrating their wins, not so much they just celebrate for the hell of it. If you look at normal people, normal people are often really celebrating. Every weekend they're out, they're celebrating something, whether it's, it's a true party or a holiday or not, it's like, well, we're going to barbecue, we're going to do this, we're going to... That's a celebration, right? And a successful person doesn't like doing that. They'll show up. They'll make an appearance, but they don't want to waste their time fully on it. Or if they are successful enough, they'll just hire somebody to handle these celebrations. And then they just show up, you know. But people people will look at you as if like, oh my God, I can't believe he's all about his work. He's all about himself. You know, doesn't take time to just, enjoy life. I I just don't understand that. And that is really what a monster is, something you don't understand, you know? So you got to ask yourself, are you willing to become that in order to become successful? Now, here's the thing. You don't have to go full monster to be successful. You just have to find what level you're fine with. That's it. You know, you don't have to go 100%. You don't have to go all out and like, no, I, I'm going to go all in and that's the only way I'll be successful. You could say, you know what? Uh, I'm going to find the career that I enjoy, the j- career I dream of, and I am going to pursue it. Maybe a little bit harder than most, but I'm also going to enjoy the fruits of my labor, which is fine. Because your life is your life. And really, in the end, you can only enjoy what, you're, what you have while you're here, right? It's not really like you're going to be able to enjoy the legacy that you leave behind. Maybe it'll take care of your family. Maybe it'll continue on and, and people will appreciate it and they'll look at it and they'll, they'll analyze it. And they're going to find those answers, those interview answers that you once gave. Or you're just like, you know, I just believed in myself and I just, it just worked out. I, this person helped me out. This person and I just kept pushing until I was where I'm at. Right, and you're gonna, they're gonna look at those answers. They're gonna be like, "Oh my God, that's inspiring!" Just believe in your dream, just wish upon a star, and fate is kind, and it'll it'll choose you if you truly believe in yourself. But is that really something that you're going to be able to experience? No. So choose what you want to experience, because that's all life is. Life is whatever you want to experience, and if if you don't care about becoming a monster, you can still enjoy success. You can still be successful. We don't have to be Jay-Z to be fulfilled. We can be anything else. And I think that's the question that everyone needs to answer. I, on one hand, well, I wanna be a monster. (laughs) I've already ruined enough now. Might as well keep going. At it, right? Might as well go into the night, full moon, howling. That's gonna be my thing. Uh, if 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 I'm not gonna be successful, people are gonna be like, this guy was insane. He believed in himself so much it killed him. <laughs> and you know what? Hey, at least I'll be able to say I tried. And maybe that'll be what's on my tombstone. This monster tried his best. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening to Oh the Insanity. I'll uh I'll put up some more. Go rate it on iTunes. I I think I don't have enough ratings or whatever. Yeah, or whatever you guys want to do. You know, Just, just go give it a five star and be like, I like it. Maybe that'll help. Uh, to be honest, once again, this is just a podcast that I like to do between me and whoever wants to listen. I hope you guys have enjoyed it. Uh, if you're new to it, let me know in one way or another at Nick comic. And if you don't let me know, a lot of people don't let me know unless I'm on live stream. Uh... Whatever the case may be, here's more to the archive of what makes Nick Guerra. And maybe if I do become some kind of crazy icon, people will listen back on this and they'll be like, oh, shit, he said it right there. Wow. Uh, I mean, did you hear? Did you hear his old podcast? He claims that he was insane back then and not to listen to any of it uh so maybe he was just off his rocker (laughs) and uh that's how old i am i guess because i say off my rocker anyway uh keep tuning in guys let's uh let's get insane together